0: Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Dr. Psych Mom Show. Um, I took a little hiatus from recording because I went away for the weekend. So now I'm back and ready to record again for you guys. So hopefully you are all subscribing to my podcast, and please just click the link to subscribe so that you can get access to all the bonus episodes. And I will always answer your questions first if you're a bonus, um, if you're a subscriber. So today I am just going to talk briefly about a topic that a lot of women in particular care about, which is um, how your body changes as you get older. Um, A lot of women feel like you just like drop off a cliff at age 40 and they they feel like that all the way till age 50 when you feel like your body really just drops off a cliff (laughs) I mean you felt like that at 32 but that shit was not real um so why does this happen well usually because your hormones are changing and perimenopause can start many many years before menopause like 10 years before menopause and menopause on average is like at age 52 so you you're your body is changing, your hormones are changing, and what does this mean? It means you can become more irritable. It means that depression may worsen. It means you may get more tired in your forties, and you also may give less of a shit about your um, significant other because estrogen is dropping, and the estrogen is the hormone that makes you like really sweet and pliable and really want to make a baby, and so you're real flexible and you're real um, cute and cuddly about everything because your body wants to make a baby. But when that goes away, then you don't really feel like being as nice. so for those of us who were not as like pliable and nice to begin with this may be really not even noticeable but (laughs) there's a whole bunch of women that were like so nice and bending over backwards and then sometimes like they'll feel and this goes along with what I say a lot that people very much underestimate biological causes of things so the point here is people be like oh yeah I really know who I am in my 40s and like my sex drive is even higher I don't know what anybody's talking about a lot of the time this is because estrogen will go down I mean yeah you you're like therapy could have finally worked and whatever and of course you get older and wiser but also hormonally let's not discount the real effects of hormones so hormonally you your estrogen's going down so you don't care as much you don't give a shit as much what people think and you don't care about being like sweet and loving and giving and all of that so yeah that could make you feel like your sex drive is higher of course it's not like your sex drive is higher when you're younger because that is only what makes sense biologically it's going to be the highest when you're the most fertile like nature is not stupid you know but you may feel psychologically your sex drive may be higher because you finally don't give a shit what anybody thinks you could say whatever you want in bed you don't really care if somebody likes your body or likes your sexual preferences or whatever and you're more confident so in that case like you go girl and enjoy your better sex life if that is what uh came along with you getting older for you know and feeling less like you you know are so bent out of shape by every little thing that everybody thinks about you um, so if you are dealing with this stage of life, you also may have other things happen. I mean, you your periods may get shorter. Actually, they may get like, they may. you would think that they you would skip some and sometimes you do. That's actually when you're closer to menopause. But when you just stop ovulating sometimes, when you don't ovulate on a cycle, it's shorter. So that's why your period actually can get shorter um, because you didn't ovulate that cycle. And so then the whole thing is just kind of shortened up. So some people, People have shorter periods, and you also may have um, much worse PMS or PMDD, so, which is premenstrual dysphoric disorder. So a lot of women that I see, they're like, holy shit, like my period used to be like, all right, and now after kids, it's terrible. Yeah, I mean, having kids, like that don't help anything, but usually it's because you're getting older and your hormones are more out of whack, and so you are more kind of, you um, I, you're just more affected by by the, the depressive and the irritable symptoms in the premenstrual week or even the two weeks leading up to your period, which is really half your life. So I mean, that's kind of the upside of menopause when it comes is you don't have to deal with that shit anymore. So um, from what I hear, actually, like a lot of clients do not mind that. And also there are like a lot more bioidentical hormone um, replacement stuff that people can Go to functional medicine doctors and talk about. So I have a lot of clients that do take different hormones to allow menopause not to be quite such a you know a slap in the face. Like it's more gradual, or they are they are uh, buffered by its worst effects by taking bioidentical hormones. So if you are in this time of life, you may find yourself acting a lot different like you finally want to stick up for yourself and you don't really care as much about making your husband happy this is unfortunately during a time of life where your husband has decided this is his last hurrah to have the sex life he always wanted and so that's why this may not go just quite as well Uh, from his perspective is right now is when he is saying oh my god like I'm not getting the erections I used to get my sex drive I could possibly go for a day without having sex oh my god am I gonna die soon and like he's having his whole midlife crisis you're also having your midlife crisis but yours is basically to not take any of his shit so those are a lot of the couples that I see in couples counseling come at this age of life where the woman is kind of done having kids and because of that her body is no longer pumping out the same hormones that make her be um, super nice and responsive just when her husband is existentially existentially reckoning with the fact that he is not 25 anymore and what is really the meaning of everything and a lot of guys decide that the meaning of everything is having a better love life and sex life which is cool for them but you know like no judgment like there's some women that decide that too Uh, but it usually doesn't go along with what their wives think of as the meaning of their life. This is all the way um, like headed toward a lot of women think about Uh, their career finally, and they just want to be more independent. So that's kind of the end game of this, is a lot of older, older women, like 60 or so, they want to be way independent, and the man is just retiring and kind of wants to have the woman around to travel with and to hang out with, and this is just when the woman is like, I'm finally going to get to do me in all aspects of life, and that's usually right around when she gets grandchildren, really gets into that. So, and men get really into their grandkids too, don't get me wrong, but you see there's all of these different inflection points for when men and women may decide like to go their own individual ways because men get more into a relationship and into the idea of having a partner and women get less into it. So there's the concept of psychological androgyny, which means where um, men take previously like female socialized traits on more as they age more and women do the same with traditionally male traits. This is known to happen as people age. So men get more in touch with their caretaking side and women get more in touch with their independent goal oriented side. And this, again, I believe, has a lot to do with the fact of hormones in both genders uh, lessening, so that you're not um, so, uh, your mind isn't so uh, pushed by whether it's estrogen or testosterone. So as you get into this stage of life, you may have a lot more problems with your significant other and in that case, couples counseling can really be very useful because you can talk about what your goals are individually for the rest of your lives and for some people they're not going to be the same. And instead of wasting the one life you get together, this is why a lot of people separate when their kids leave, you know? Or some people decide to just make a total paradigm shift. So like the woman is going to be the go-getter in her career and the man is going to take a back seat because he's achieved what he wants or his priorities have changed. But either way, communication at this stage of life is particularly key. Now, if you are a woman at this stage, you can really make use of your hormonal changes by deciding to work on a lot of things that previously you were too scared to work on changing. So, you know, if you were just... Uh, very anxious and really people-pleasing, some of your aging and age-related biological changes may render you less people-pleasing and just kind of less scared about what people think innately. So you feel less of a shock to the system when somebody disapproves of you. You can really use this to set boundaries in your life, to decide which friends and family members you want to spend a lot of time with and which you want to spend less time with you know or more or, or no time with and you can figure out ways to set boundaries in your relationship if you've been letting the other person steamroll over you out of the desire to keep the peace you know there and including your children too like you can help yourself by setting boundaries and modeling what it looks like for them to treat you better and for you to stick up for yourself You know, because there's a lot of people that have always really felt like they were getting walked all over, but their anxiety and their people pleasing um, traits were so high, and those were amplified by, you know, being at a hormonally and biologically different stage of life. And now maybe they can finally set boundaries and say, you know what, like um, you don't get to talk to me like that and I want to assert myself in X, Y, Z ways. So if you find yourself acting different lean into that. Don't just, you know, become a bitch and not, you know, not worry about the consequences at all and be nasty. But, you know, there's a big, big difference between just being mean for the sake of being mean, which is not obviously what I or anybody would advocate, and setting healthy boundaries. So a woman who's 35 may still say that her husband can kind of do whatever he wants and she picks up the slack, but a woman who's 45 may really not feel any sort of component compulsion to do that and that's great and maybe that marriage will last and maybe it won't but either way she won't continue to be felt to feel like a doormat so I do get a lot of people in couples counseling where the man is just flummoxed because all these years the woman was acting one way and now in midlife she's acting a different way and he feels like the rug is pulled out from under him and women that are not aware of biological changes and how those amplify their internal Experience, you know, they have to create a narrative so you know, they create a narrative that makes sense to them, which is, well, one day I just couldn't take it anymore. And that, you know, makes the man feel bad because he feels like the entire first part of their marriage was kind of some bullshit where she was swallowing anger all the time. She wasn't. She wasn't swallowing anger all the time. I mean, she was a different kind of person. She was a more placating and, um, you know, more yes, honey type of person internally. That's what a lot of estrogen does. It's the yes, honey hormone. I read that in a book about, menopause. But, um, you know, this is the same thing as the oft-repeated difference between the honeymoon stage and the rest of monogamy. The woman isn't pulling a bait and switch by wanting to have a lot of sex during the honeymoon stage and then not – Her body changes, her biology changes. What seems like a lot of fun in the courtship stage no longer seems like a lot of fun when your hormones aren't racing and your adrenaline isn't pumping. So it's the same thing as how a woman will act so different in her 20s or 30s versus her 40s or 50s. This is just a biological change. And of course, life experiences amplify it, but there is a lot to be said for pure biology. You know, like a woman who has... Um, her first baby when she's 20, you know, is frequently going to be a lot more worried than a woman who has her first baby when she's 40. I mean, there's different worries, obviously. But you know, a lot of life experience and just aging can overall make you more confident that you can deal with things as they come up. And young people don't have this confidence yet. Women don't have this confidence. So they frequently rely on men to give them the confidence. Those guys are young, they don't have any confidence either. <laughs> but they usually have a lot of testosterone that helps them power through even when they're not confident. But as hormones kind of equalize between the genders in like the 40s and beyond, you know, women are less likely to just um, defer to their husband because he has more bluster and more confidence. She has developed confidence as well and then she, as I've said in this podcast, she has less estrogen. She and therefore probably you know, a different balance of hormones that makes her- her more similar to him at this stage than different you know and so when so there's a whole spectrum of gendered behavior and teenagers act the most highly gendered so the girls are all like clustered together you know doing you know dealing with fashion and makeup and boys and then the boys are into like fighting each other and getting drunk and there may be more of you know social overlap in you know later generations than earlier ones but overall this is a stage where if you're heterosexual you're getting really into being whatever whatever a man slash woman means to you, and that's usually kind of a caricature of highly gendered stereotypic behavior that's going to be different than what you feel it is to be a man or a woman in your 40s and beyond, as it should be because you've matured and grown. Also, as I'm saying, your biology changes a lot and you grow more psychologically androgynous. Um, So if this podcast is interesting to you, please share it with your partner. It's something new to talk about is how am I changing? In my 40s, I have a bunch of uh, articles that I'm going to link to in the description about how women change in their 40s. These are things to read as well. But talk about it because if you are growing like less tolerant of your husband's bullshit in your mind and really, I mean, he may not be any different. You know, you just – It's just same again as the analog of the honeymoon stage versus the later courtship. You may have changed to a point that something that was okay, or even something that you looked up to, oh, his bluster and his brash confidence, I really don't have that, I wish I did, Maybe now, you know, you have enough of it that you don't even need that and you kind of look down on it when he's too blustery or abrasive in a way that you used to tolerate because at least he was confident, which you didn't have. So discuss this, you know, discuss among yourselves. As I've said repeatedly, listening to podcasts, reading posts, all of those kinds of things, they're kind of like DIY couples counseling. And, you know, as with Home projects, if the DIY goes spectacularly awry or is really just not uh, good at all, then you reach out to a professional. You know, I mean, I have my group practice, Best Life Behavioral Health. You could reach out to me directly if you'd like to see me. Or there's like a million other therapists. Like this, it's a a big field here. (laughs) I really got in on the ground floor of something that exploded. It's really on trend to go to therapy. So if for nothing else, you know, go, go to be one of people who go to therapy. There's memes about therapy now. It's really quite the golden age here for therapy. Uh, Anyhow, I hope you guys enjoyed listening, and please subscribe for linked uh, bonus content. I will definitely be recording a bonus episode probably next, and who knows? That one will probably be about sex or parenting, because they were all about sex or parenting, all the things that we reckon with in our homes at this stage of life. I will talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye.